0: How do you view your own success? Are you leading with compassion or are you considered ruthless? There is plenty of room for both types of leaders, but the best way to lead successfully is to balance boldness and integrity using kindness and compassion to earn respect. Combine this with a go-getter, visionary, and aggressive drive to stay competitive. Welcome to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour with Kathy Fairbanks. We'll use the ideas heard today and in this series to help you use every advantage to achieve the best end result. Now, here's your host, Kathy Fairbanks.
1: Welcome to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. I am your host, Kathy Fairbanks. I am delighted that you've decided to join us today, and you are in for a treat. We have our guest today. She is the editor-in-chief of Modern Day Muse. Now, Modern Day Muse is a digital and print magazine for creative entrepreneurs. And if you take a look at this magazine, I'm going to say it will fill your soul up. It's beautiful aesthetically. It's beautiful for thought-provoking ideas. And our guest is Maria Domenica. Now, I'm going to give you a little background about Maria. After leaving an unfulfilling job, and we'll get into that unfulfilling job a little bit, Maria decided to follow her passion of interviewing people by starting the Modern Day Muse podcast. Maria still conducts her podcast and if you fast forward a year and a half later, with a global pandemic at hand, Modern Day Muse has now evolved into a magazine to inspire people to follow their dreams, and she also celebrates the ones that do. So I love that. Welcome to the show, Maria.
2: Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for that, that beautiful introduction. It's funny hearing somebody talk about you. You're like, oh. Yeah, that's that's me that's right
1: <laughs> that's right it, it, it is a little funny you're like wow did I do that wow did I did I really say that did I create that and yes you did and um, mm-hmm. just so the guests have a little a little idea you came to me by way of a friendship of my son um, my son is mm-hmm. 27 years old and it was that friendship and he said hey mom I, I've got a friend and I think she'd be a lovely guest for your show and we we happen to connect, and I am so grateful for that because gra- guests come in all flavors, all sizes, and all ages. And I have to tell you, at 61 years old, Maria, I am inspired by your wisdom, because you're you're a young pup, but you have wisdom of someone who's lived on this planet for many many years. So where does that wisdom where where do you get your inspiration, and where do you think that wisdom comes from? Because I would classify you as an old
2: soul. Well, thank you. Um, I mean, I think just from from all of the life experiences that I've had. You know, my mom is also very Spiritual person, and as she's always taught me to follow my intuition and to listen to my gut, and so I think that's what I rely on for a lot, and um, that's what I've re- relied on for this whole journey. You know, I there are many, many days where I do not know what I'm doing, but I'm like, well, it feels right, so I'm going to continue doing it. Do I know exactly where it's going to lead me? No, but I think that's kind of the fun of it, um, and I think a lot of it. You know, I, ha- I have this. Frame, I have this framed photo on my wall, and it just says, be curious. And I think one of my strengths is that I'm a, I'm a good listener. And so I really just listen and observe a lot. And, and sometimes I'll just get, you know, those light bulb moments, and, and I'll just let it, I'll see where it'll take me. Um, and it's led me to creating a magazine. And I think it all first, when I first really started to step into this, like, Creative role, even though I didn't know it, I was at a corporate job, and um, I really wanted to go to this emotional intelligence conference. And I had met this one woman who she was she was an executive at the company, and she was actually my first few days were her last few days. But she was very admired at the company that I was at, and uh, I was speaking to somebody, and they said, "You know what makes her so special is the." has such a high level of emotional intelligence and that just really stuck with me and I was like wow like if you're going to be successful in anything you need to have that skill and so I started looking into emotional intelligence and then one day I was actually at anthropology and I was looking in their little home decor section and they had these um, journal prompt questions. And so I bought them, and I turned over the, the box, and the company said School of Life. And I looked it up, and it was a London-based company that specialized in emotional intelligence. And I was like, wow, this is so cool. And I just did some research, and I ended up having, uh, a conference down in Los Angeles. a few months. Um, it was like a few months away. And I never had spent like, a large sum of money on myself or anything. I've never, never had gone to a conference, you know, by willingly. Mm -hmm. And I asked uh, my boss, I was like, hey, I think this would be really interesting. Um, I think, you know, it would be a really good way to, like, invest myself in the company. Would you consider sending me? And she was like, well, we can't pay for it, but, like, we'll give you a paid day off. And so, I went down there and, was there for the weekend, and one of the questions that they asked was like, "If you could do anything, and you weren't afraid, what would you do?" And I and I wrote down. I said, "I um, want to create a source of inspiration and beauty and share other people's stories." And at that moment, I didn't know what that would lead me to, but now that's that was probably two and a half, three years ago now, and I was I'm holding this dumber issue in my hand, and I'm like, "Wow, like I I did it."
1: Yes, you did. So say that one more time as sources of inspiration. Like what, if you could do anything, what would you do? Say that one more time because I really want to drive that home in terms of your intention and being in alignment mm-hmm. with what you're committed to.
2: Um, I said I would want to create a source of inspiration and beauty and share other people's stories. hmm Yeah,
1: that is so powerful. When you when you have your purpose wrapped up, it's always going to evolve. But it's so powerful when you're able to capture that and kind of ride that wave wherever it takes you. I mean, you started off with a podcast, evolving into a magazine. And this morning, I was realizing, with this magazine, you've got the makings of a beautiful book. There's just so many different ways that you can um, play and support yourself. Um, you've got the makings for a documentary if you wanted to. I mean, it's just uh, untapped resources. And that be curious, I think it comes back to that. Be curious lends itself so beautifully to your line of talent. No doubt about that. Um was it scary for you to leave the corporate job, the security of a salary and benefits, and four hundred and one k, and and all of that? Was was that scary, or was it a no brainer, slam dunk? Hey, I'm I'm done. What was that like?
2: Um, you know, it got to the point where I. So this was my first corporate job that I was at. I was um. 23 When I went there. Mm -hmm. And until then, I graduated in 2017. And and in between, then I had some nanny jobs. I worked at a yoga studio. I did a marketing internship. I was queen of odd jobs. And Mm -hmm. then I finally got this first corporate job. And I was like, wow, this is finally, I got it. Like, you know, everybody thinks that you're supposed to go corporate, you're supposed to do this thing. And it was very glamorous when I first started. And it really just got to the point where. I had very low self-worth. I I felt absolutely worthless. I was probably the lowest I had ever been. I just, I went from being really excited to go to work to, you know, waiting in my car in the parking lot until the absolute last moment I had to go. And I had this idea in my mind that when I went to that job that I was going to find somebody I was going to take me under their wing and foster me and like show me the path to success and that just didn't happen um and I for me it was like I I had completely lost myself and I needed to get out and I had the support of my family but I I had other options so um, my sister actually has a spinal cord injury. And so my mom is her full time caregiver. And she's like, look, it's, you know, you can be a part time caregiver and you can earn money and pretty much get paid to live at home until you figure it out. And so that's what, that's what I fell back on. Um, and that's what I've been doing since then. And so it's, you know, kind of a win win for everybody. I help my sister. I help my mom. And I also get the time to, um, put my, efforts into creating what I want to create. So that's where I'm at now. Um, so it wasn't, Yeah, I think I was also in such a young place that having a 401k and all of those things, it didn't really mean anything to me at that point in time. I mean, mm-hmm. now I'm going to be 26 in a few weeks. And I just got off a call with a tax specialist because I'm like, I need to have all this stuff in order. I need to start <laughs> my own Roth IRA. I need to do all this. And I'm like, what, what am I how do I file my taxes and all of this stuff, right? So I think at the time when I left, I wasn't thinking about um, the security of it.
1: Right, right. I know in one of the the modules that that we really go over at Clemmer Leadership is um, the scenario of you're, you're either in growth, stability, or decay. And this really goes back to the philosophy of Plato and Socrates. And um, at the end of all of that, it's either growth or decay. I think stability Mm -hmm. is an illusion. And so you just, you know, underscored that with you weren't at 20 early 20 something you weren't attached to the concept of a 401k and then after a little bit of time those adult principles come in but you, that doesn't mean that you have to lose yourself it doesn't mean that you lose your your curiosity and you brought on something that i think is a beautiful process and that's the win win the caregiving of your sister and the nurturing that you're able to provide back and forth with each other, and then also your creative outlet. And that wouldn't be possible if you were driving into San Francisco every single day at the corporate job. Mm. You'd miss that time with your sister as well, um, and supporting her and growing. So, um, way to pull out of that self worth and trying to fit in and conform. Um, I am guessing the magazine and the podcast that you do when it comes to opening up through the lens that you have. So let's dive into this a little bit. What was your starting point? Because it evolved. What was your starting point with the magazine, um, did you put together a team? Was this a solo enterprise? I know your cousin helps you with your your podcast, but how did you go about figuring out how to do this from the from the start?
2: I mean from the absolute start of it um, if we go like way back to when I was still at my corporate job, I would spend my breaks and my lunch and my lunches, and I would I would just scroll through Instagram and I would see all of these people that, um, you know, are quote unquote killing it. Like they just had all of these women that have their own businesses, all of these different creators. And I would just simply reach out to them and I'm like, Hey, can I interview you? I didn't know what I was interviewing them for. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what I was going to do. I was just like, I, I want to interview you. And just, I started making those connections and those outreaches. And the more I told people what I was going to do, they were like, "Well, why don't you start a podcast?" And I was like, "I mean, I, I guess I could." Um, mm-hmm. I was honestly a little embarrassed to say it because I just I didn't I didn't know what I was doing. So I was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm quitting my job and I'm starting a podcast." And everybody at my job was like, "Okay, sure." And I'm like, "No, just I'll I'll reach out in a few weeks when it's ready for a few months." Um, and then my cousin was an audio engineer, and he's like, "Hey, I just moved to a new studio apartment. You can use that as." As your place to bring people, and so I did it. Um, I did that, and really, I would just go and interview people, and then he would send me the recordings. I'd edit it, send it back. Pretty simple. Um, and I was interviewing people like either once a week or twice a week. And I was just go, 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 because I would spend all day with whoever I was interviewing. We would we would um, do the interview, and then I would go and take photos of them, and we'd make a little video, and it was it was really fun. And mm-hmm. it was also a bit draining that I didn't think I realized until COVID hit, and we were in lockdown, mm-hmm. and I couldn't do in-person interviews anymore. I was like, "Oh wow, I'm actually exhausted." Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it it's so fulfilling, and at the same time, so draining. I think that's just one thing that I've learned how to like kind of regulate my energy and my social battery a bit more, mm-hmm. and. I, I didn't do anything for about two months during COVID with Modern Day Muse. I just kind of let it sit. And I didn't, I knew I didn't want to quit. I didn't want to just let it die. Um, but, and another important aspect of how I did build the podcast, and then I'll go into how I built the magazine, was um I contacted Anna Vitoni, who is a personal brand strategist. And she was one of the people that I would just look at on Instagram when I was at my job. She, we actually went to college together, but our paths never crossed there. Um, and I, I had reached out to her previously and just kind of we stayed in contact and I just reached out to her and I said, Hey, I want to start a podcast and I need you to help me do it. And so she helped me develop the whole brand of modern day news and the voice and you know what it was going to look like. And it's gone through so many iterations now. Um, it's gone through like three or four iterations now, but she helped me create the launch the launch schedule and the website and all of the things that I just knew I needed hand-holding with. Mm-hmm. And then that relationship itself involved, and I actually now help her teach other entrepreneurs how to build their personal brand. So that's another thing that I do on the side. But she was a really big aspect in helping me build modern-day news. Um,
1: That is wonderful. The fact that you reached out, asked for the mentorship, and then you were of service, turned around, and now support the mentor. Well, Maria, we Mm -hmm. are coming into our first break. I'm going to invite the audience to come back for more. Uh, When we do come back, we're going to unpackage what does modern-day muse really mean, What does it stand for? And how can it support you in your life, in your passion, in your dreams? So you have been listening to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour with your host, Kathy Fairbanks. Stay tuned for the next segment.
3: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
4: Leadership development isn't limited to people in the executive suites or corporate boardrooms. Employees throughout a company recognize their role in fulfilling the company's mission. Effective leadership is a quality that must be shared by employees from the top down. Clemmer and Associates Corporate Mastery Workshop focuses on key topics to equip each student's development into a highly productive and ethical leader. For more information, visit klemmer.com. That's K L-E-M-M-E-R.com.
0: Kathy Fairbanks is available to speak for your event or organization. Kathy is the Director of Client Solutions for Clemmer and Associates Leadership Seminars. Kathy and her corporate team provides experiential training introductions to clients worldwide in order to support them in achieving their desired goals. Put Kathy Fairbanks to work for you. Call 800-577-5447 or send an email to Kathy at clemmer.com. The next step for growth is... He's yours. Call 800-577-5447 or email Kathy at K-L-E-M-M-E-R dot com. listening to the compassionate samurai business hour to reach kathy fairbanks or her guests today please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790 again that's 1-866-472-5790 if you'd rather send an email the email address is kathy at compassionate samurai show.com now back to the compassionate samurai business hour
1: Welcome back to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. I am your host, Kathy Fairbanks, and we are chatting today with the editor-in-chief, Maria Domenica, and Maria is in charge of Modern Day Muse. Now, that's a digital and print magazine for creative entrepreneurs. So, as we came uh, into our last break, Maria was sharing with us the development of Modern Day Muse magazine. So, can you expand on that a little bit for us, Maria? How how did the whole thing de- develop?
2: So, we I first started um, developing the premiere issue, in the summer of 2020, so at the height of COVID, and I really just started thinking about, you know, if I wanted to create a magazine, what, um, what kind of stories would I want in there? And there was so much going on in the world, and so I decided the theme of it would be the battle of uncertainty, and I invited people to share their stories. We highlighted a lot of the protests that were going on. Um, just a lot of this, a lot of things that were going on in the world and at first it was it was just me and then I was reaching out to different writers to see if they would be interested and I was doing all of this and I didn't even have a layout designer at the time and I really a lot of how this has all come together has been just pure manifestation I wrote down on a piece of paper I was like I want a layout designer this is the qualities that they're gonna have and then three weeks later this guy messaged me on Instagram and said hey are you looking for a layout designer I was like Yes, that's exactly what I need. And then I just did my research for printers. I found a printer 30 minutes away from me, um, Dynamite Digital in Point Richmond in California. They've been great. And then, so really, it was just me and one other person for the first issue. And and a few writers as well. And then as I've developed the second one, I've really become a lot clearer of the people that I want um, to help me and really change it into what I envisioned it. To be and so I have a new layout designer, um, a new new writers, a new marketing specialist, a new friend that's helping me with the financing of it all, and really the majority of it has just been through prior connections that I've had through networking, through social media, through old college, um, old college friends, old high school friends. It's all just come together very seamlessly like that. Mm-hmm. I've been very lucky.
1: Yeah. Well, and as you say, the networking has come into vol- evolve, and then um, the power of Instagram, the power of social media. So, you have a background in brand strategy. How has that helped you and maybe taken you into some shortcuts? How did you fuse that together to launch the magazine?
2: Well, I think that being in the community of personal branding and brand strategy has really helped me a lot because that's where I've actually found a lot of the people that have joined my team. And so I think the people that that have joined my team through that community understand branding as well and understand having it be um, a holistic concept, right? So mm-hmm. that's where it's definitely benefited me when I have that background and they have that knowledge and expertise as well. We can all come together and really bring something to fruition. And other people are able to, um, you know, give me ideas that I never would have even thought of before. Like this, the second issue is the cover is actually black. Like there's a photo and it's black all around, and I never would have even considered that when my layout designer first said we should make it black. And I said, oh, I don't know. And then I thought it for a little bit. I said what that's a great idea one that I never would have come up with so I think that's um, a lot of the fun of it as well
1: got it so let's get into the the, the work of it um, what kind of hours do you put in you um, are a photographer where do you find your shots Um, now that the pandemic has dissipated a bit are you able to go back out and interview people like what is that process like how many hours does it take to to go from issue one to issue two and now you're going to be working on issue three what commitment Mm -hmm. are we talking i I'm guessing it's more than a full-time commitment, and you also have another role and responsibility
2: um, with your sister. So how does that play out? I am, um, like I said before, I'm like the master of odd and many jobs. So (laughs) I I manage the magazine. I help my sister. I work in personal branding, and I've also recently started working in real estate as well, helping my cousin out with them client relationship and brand management. So I definitely have my plate full, but I'm I'm getting it down to a science, right? The first time I had done it, it took me about six months to create the first issue because I had never done it before. I didn't know I was what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And now as I've done the second one, I've learned more and I I, I have the timeline down. And now the third one will be even easier. So from issue one to issue two it took about three months. Um, I think it was also, you know, I found a layout designer who was a bit more skilled in in the art of it, and she really turned the layout around in about three and a half weeks, which was amazing. Um, I actually have the first brainstorm meeting for issue three tomorrow. so. What I'll do is I'll, I'll dedicate about three weeks to brainstorming with people and developing the outline and then giving them about a month, four to five weeks to um, work on their pieces, go through first, second, and final draft, and then uh, handing that over to my layout designer, Savannah, and she can put it all together and then leaving about three weeks for for printing, um, just giving some, some cushioning for any trouble that we may come up against because it does happen. So I've definitely gotten it down. Um, If everything goes as planned, it's, it's about three months. And it's a quarterly magazine, so that's about what we're looking
1: for. Beautiful, beautiful. And pragmatically, how do you find potential subscribers? And how do you invite them to enroll in their subscription?
2: So right now, that's actually something that we're developing is a subscription offer. I hope to have that um, established by issue three. Right now, it's just um, buying them, you know, one for one. You can we offer a bundle pack of the first and second issue, or you can buy the first one separately and the second one separately. I'm in the process of trying to get them accepted into a distribution center, so it's all very still still very much still in the beginning phases, and you know there 's a science to it there 's a secret to it, and i 'm trying to figure it out
1: I love it, I love it, and it doesn 't sound like research you't you don 't you don't faint away from research, and that 's fantastic so um, with your first issue, now it debuted in early two thousand twenty one and now you have your second issue out. What was different for you in the overall process, like um I, I'm guessing the time frame but but what did you learn from that first issue that shortened your learning curve that second time around?
2: Um, I think one was having having people on my team that understood the vision that I was trying to create. And had the expertise, and um, how do I say this politely? I think it's the, it's having the same work ethic as the people mm. that you're working with, because the people work at different speeds, right? And when you're working together you just need to be on the same page and so it's really just been attracting the right people to be a part of the team. I think that's been a major thing. That's it makes it more fun, it makes it go faster. It's you know, you're you're like racing towards this finish line and then when you finally have it in your hands, like, okay, we've done it and now we know how to do it even better the next time. So like for instance, I came up with a lot of printing issues this last time and the formatting of it. But now we know how to Address that better the next time. Beautiful. So it's, it's just constantly learning new things.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. Well, you indicated that that your passion really is to inspire others um, and create beauty in the world. Share with us what you see the meaning behind modern day muse. If if you're a new subscriber what are the feelings that you want to evoke into your readers?
2: So I established the values of self-reflection, self-expression, and connection. Um, About halfway through the first season of the podcast, I had realized that those were the main three themes that I spoke about with each interviewee. You know, when you take the time to self reflect, you learn how you really want to express yourself, and from that leads you to connecting with all different sorts of people, and so when somebody reads the magazine, you know, I want them to feel really at home within themselves. I want them to feel like they can take the time to kind of just check out for a little bit, um, you know, read it on a Sunday, like have it have it be just one of those types of things that let you, lets you escape for a little bit, and really... Um, encourages you to look within yourself and reflect and then see where you can find inspiration in the pieces that we have in the magazine. So, it's really, I think for me, what this entire process has been is it's helped me find myself and I I just hope that it helps other people find themselves and not not neglect the parts of them that, you know, actually truly want to... um, be evoked from themselves. Like, life is short, and I just hate the idea of anybody spending their days doing something that they don't love.
1: Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. And we earn that privilege to pursue the past passion, um, live our passion, live our purpose, and it can be done. So, one of the things that I want to describe the magazine, um, I love magazines, I love in-print magazines as well. And, um, they would tend to stack up on my nightstand. And Mm -hmm. one measure that I have when I know it's a good magazine, that's a magazine I'll take when it arrives that day. And it'll go out on the deck and I'll read it during lunch or during a breakfast. And it never sets Mm -hmm. on my nightstand. And that's what your magazine is—it's an invitation to take action into self-discovery, self-reflection right away. It's not something that's going to gather dust on a nightstand uh, or on a bookshelf at all. In my opinion, that's been that's been my experience of your talent and the talent of your team. Um, so you talked about your team a little bit. We're coming into our next break in a moment, but I did want to ask you: How did you find the people People on your team—was it all through social
2: media, or how how did that evolve? Um, mainly through social media. I mean, one of some of them are some of my very good friends. Um, a few of them are people that I mentored myself in this personal branding course, um, and then yeah, other people are. It's It's interesting just to see the people that have kind of come out of the woodwork that, you know, I may have gone to college with or high school with, Um, even the app clubhouse, I met somebody through there. So I think viewing social media as a tool of connection rather than, um, you know, that it can definitely be debilitating to some people's mental health. But I think just being intentional of how you use it, it's, it's really powerful, so... Social media had a huge thing to do about it, um, but I also am a part of a lot of networking communities that I definitely leverage.
1: Mm, I love that, too. I, I love networking. I love live networking. It's one of my favorite things to do. I swear, if you put me in a room with 100 people, I will get to know every single one. Um, it's, mm-hmm. it's one of those gifts that I just absolutely love meeting people, listening to their stories, and learning about them. So um, let me close out this segment by saying you've been listening to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. Our guest today is Maria, Maria Dominica. And Marie is going to share a bit more insights. We're going to get into um, version number two um, for the magazine, a little bit unpackage what's in that. What are some gifts that are in that? So stay tuned for our next segment.
3: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
4: Leadership development isn't limited to people in the executive suites or corporate boardrooms. Employees throughout a company recognize their role in fulfilling the company's mission. Effective leadership is a quality that must be shared by employees from the top down. Clemmer and Associates Corporate Mastery Workshop focuses on key topics to equip each student's development into a highly productive and ethical leader. For more information, visit klemmer.com. That's K L-E-M-M-E-R.com.
0: Kathy Fairbanks is available to speak for your event or organization. Kathy is the director of client solutions for Clemmer and Associates Leadership Seminars. Kathy and her corporate team provides experiential training introductions to clients worldwide in order to support them in achieving their desired goals. Put Kathy Fairbanks to work for you. Call 800-577-5447 or send an email to Kathy at clemmer.com. The next step for growth. Is yours. Call 800-577-5447 or email Kathy at K-L-E-M-M-E-R dot com. listening to the compassionate samurai business hour to reach kathy fairbanks or her guests today please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790 again that's 1-866-472-5790 if you'd rather send an email the email address is kathy at compassionate samurai show.com now back to the compassionate samurai business hour
1: Welcome back. You've been listening to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour with your host, Kathy Fairbanks. Our guest today is a real treat. She is a genius when it comes to print and digital magazine, and I'm saying magazine that is different. This is not a kind of magazine that's going to sit on your nightstand and gather dust. This is something that you're going to want to use. It's going to be a primer for your life, for reflection. It's called Modern Day Muse, and Maria Domenico has shared some insights with us. One of the things that I want to provide for our audience today. Maria, how do people find you? What's the best way to reach out? How do they subscribe to the magazine and listen to your podcast? So if you'll share all of that information uh, with the audience so they can take notes and uh, check check it out.
2: So if you just go to moderndaymuse.com, you can find all of that and it is M D R N Day Muse. So there are no vowels in that in that word modern. Um, but if you go there there's a shop page where you can purchase the magazine um, when you purchase it you'll also re- receive a digital download of it um, you can also find the podcast through there it's on apple podcast spotify and soundcloud um, and if you go find us on instagram if you just click the link in our bio it'll it'll bring you to all of those places as well
1: Beautiful, beautiful. So that's M D R N, Day Muse. So M is in Modern, D is in Delta, R is in Romeo, and N is in. November, day Mew. So check that out. Um, take a look. You're going to find that it's, it is a different look of a magazine, very inspiring, I would say, in the cutting edge. One of my favorite segments of your magazine is the journal prompts. So if you'd share with the audience, what does that mean, journal prompts? Because I love the, I love the line right after that, your permission slip for some time alone. So what is a journal prompt?
2: So, yeah, in the, um, each issue, we always have some journal prompts available. So in the back of the magazine, you'll find um, some questions To Well, in this in this issue, specifically the theme is self-reflection um, off of our first value. So it just urges people to really get um, in alignment with what the issue is all about as well and, you know, to, to really drive forth that theme of self-reflection and, and invite other people to reflect as well. So, some of the questions that we have in there are, you know, how have you grown since January um, now that we're about halfway through the year? Did you set any goals or a vision for yourself at the beginning of the year? If so, what were they and have you been acting on them? So, really just um, encouraging people to take some time to reflect themselves.
1: Mm-hmm. I think one of my favorite was, um, I'm looking at it right now, list actionable ways to overcome those limitations. And that was prompted by the question before it, list the limiting beliefs that may get in your way. So it's one thing to list the beliefs, but then your next was, what action are you taking? Um, and I just love that because it is about taking action. Um, what else do we find in your sim- uh, summer issue that's just been released? What are some of the other uh, nuggets that the, the readers are going to enjoy?
2: So, the themes that I wanted to incorporate going forward were um, conversations, care, and creativity. So, through conversations, we have our modern-day man and modern-day woman, um I have podcast interviews with them and then wrote a feature about them in the magazine. So we have Jordan Bulger, who is a British actor. He's been in Peaky Blinders. He was in the latest Tom and Jerry movie, also 100, Eyeboy. He's a really amazing actor and just a really nice guy. He's on the cover of our magazine. And so with him, we talked a lot about mental health. We talked a lot about his experience about um being an actor, and, you know, he's he's still just a normal guy, but especially with this younger generation, so many people are just constantly chasing fame um, and not really realizing, you know, like, what, what does that fame really mean? Why are they really doing this? So, we had a really interesting conversation with him. We also, a modern-day woman is Margaret Renata. She was actually the photographer. They They're all down in L.A., and they, so this whole shoot happened without me. I just kind of directed from afar, but... Not only is she a modern day woman, she's a photographer for this issue as well. Um, She is a, she's gone from freelance photographer to full time, Mm -hmm. which is shooting for Sports Illustrated. Um, She also has an OnlyFans account, which is a subscription based. content account where people can, you know, can actually pay you to monetize their work. It's definitely been heavily scrutinized by people who don't know that much about it. So, we have a really in-depth conversation with her about that, um, about... Uh, she's also in an open relationship, and so we discuss polyamory and uh, her bisexuality and, and things like that. So, you know, just conversations that are very important to have and to hear from her point of view. Um We also have a piece on psilocybin in there and um, the power of perception. We have some recipes for smoothies from my sister, who's actually a nutritionist that really can fuel your day. We have how to make friends with an adult. Um, We also have like self-care recommendations from the people on our team. So there's a, there's a lot of really great nuggets in here and it's just all laid out really beautifully as well. So this is something that I always encourage people. Like I, I love coffee table books. And so for people to put this on their coffee table and have it as an invitation when people come over that they can pick it up and read as well.
1: Well, in the coffee table books, you know, the aesthetics of this magazine is so powerful. Um, One of the questions that I do have is where do you want to go from here? How do you see the magazine evolving uh, in terms of readership and just the aesthetics of the magazine, and where do you take it? Do you stay with a podcast, a magazine? Are there other goals that you have around being an inspiration to others?
2: You know, I don't have a specific answer for you right now because I think it's, as we've learned over the past year or so, that it's very hard to predict the future. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But how you said it earlier, that, you know, I have a great, um foundation for books and documentaries and things like that those are things i was a communications major so everything media has always interested me i want modern genius to be an entire media channel i would love for there to be more video um more video aspects of it more visual aspects of it i want it to really grow and be in stores across across the nation you know all over the world and I think it's just figuring it out little by little. I think my life motto is I'll figure it out. So every every little bit I'm learning more. I want to continue to grow the team, I think. I never thought of myself as a leader um mm. until recently and that's definitely been I've definitely stepped into that creative leadership role and it's very fun for me to delegate different things and you know find people who have who have the expertise and the um the ambition that I'm looking for and working with those right types of people just has opened the door for so many opportunities that I didn't even know were possible. So mm-hmm. um, I think, honestly, just the more people I meet, it's it's just about attracting, attracting the right people and those opportunities will come to you. Um, so, yeah, I have the vision for it to become an entire media channel and now it's just figuring out how to do that. Well, and I think you've
1: circled back to the emotional intelligence part because you, you use some words and this is just in your subconscious of you never really thought yourself as a leader, but I put together this great team and I, I want to be able to lead them in the direction. Um, and that's the thing. Everybody is a leader. The question is, where are they leading people to? And the fact that you've put Mm -hmm. together a team that is in alignment with your work, and and that's not always, uh, certainly not easy to do. It doesn't have to be hard, but typically that's not going to be an easy thing. Um, And you come across as a lifelong learner. What are some of your main sources? Let's say your top three sources to learn more about yourself? What's your go-to? What's your muse?
2: I mean, for one, I definitely turn to my journal a lot and I'll I'll um, and just take the time to self-reflect and see what I can learn from my own subconscious, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely utilize the Masterclass. Have you heard of Masterclass? Mm -hmm. Yep. Go ahead and tell the audience, Um, though, please. Yeah, so Masterclass, I believe they I believe it's an Apple company. I'm not positive on that, but um, they offer a lot of different, if you just go to masterclass.com, they offer a tons of different courses. And I've watched the Anna Wintour, she's the editor-in-chief of Vogue. I've watched her masterclass five, six times now. Every time I'm feeling a little lost, I always just go back to that. And she, I mean, that's what I, that's how I really started over last summer was watching her masterclass, um, on creativity and leadership. And then recently I just bought the business model generation book because I've never taken a business course before. I've never taken Mm. a business class. That's a whole realm I don't know about. So I finally feel like I'm in the place to educate myself on that. Whereas before I, I didn't feel ready. I didn't know if I could take that on. And now I'm ready to challenge myself in that aspect. Well, I love that, and you come
1: from a generation of, hey, I may not know it today, but there are so many resources out there I can figure it out, or align myself with someone who's already figured it out. And so, mm-hmm. um, I love the fact that you're not daunted by a task that you've never done. It's it's your leaping, and you know that net is going to appear because it always has. And again, that circles back to your Be Curious um, motto, your inspiration for, for life, no doubt about that. Um, we are going to close out this segment, come back for some final touches as we learn more about modern day muse. You've been listening to your host, Kathy Fairbanks, with the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour.
3: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
4: Leadership development isn't limited to people in the executive suites or corporate boardrooms. Employees throughout a company recognize their role in fulfilling the company's mission. Effective leadership is a quality that must be shared by employees from the top down. Clemmer and Associates Corporate Mastery Workshop focuses on key topics to equip each student's development into a highly productive and ethical leader. For more information, visit clemmer.com. That's k-l-e-m-m-e-r.com.
0: Kathy Fairbanks is available to speak for your event or organization. Kathy is the director of client solutions for Clemmer and Associates Leadership Seminars. Kathy and her corporate team provides experiential training introductions to clients worldwide in order to support them in achieving their desired goals. Put Kathy Fairbanks to work for you. Call 800-577-5447 or send an email to Kathy at Clemmer.com. The next step for growth is... Is yours. Call 800-577-5447 or email Kathy at K-L-E-M-M-E-R dot com. listening to the compassionate samurai business hour to reach kathy fairbanks or her guests today please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790 again that's 1-866-472-5790 if you'd rather send an email the email address is kathy at compassionate samurai show.com now back to the compassionate samurai business hour
1: Welcome back, and you've been listening to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour with your host, Kathy Fairbanks, and today we're joined with Maria Domenica, and she is the Editor-in-Chief of Modern Day Muse. Maria has big plans big passion, big purpose, and she's getting it done. If you have not checked out her digital or print magazine yet or her podcast, make sure that you go out and find her on Instagram. You can also go to Modern Day Muse, and that's M-D-R-N Day dot com. You're also on TikTok. Is that right, Maria? Yes, yes, I am under Modern Day Muse as well. Under Modern Day Muse. Okay, perfect, perfect. So, um... One question that I always have for people: what are what are some of the pleasant surprises around what your venture? Because it's truly an entrepreneurial venture. You didn't you were probably thinking, "Hey, I'm stepping in. I'm using my communications major in college. I'm using my creativity," and um, didn't really realize you were going to be tapping into those business school skills. But what you really have created is a company and a brand and a purpose, and a passion, and now a legacy, um, because it's out there. It's in print, it's in digital. So what is your legacy package about? When you have people uh, reflect years from now, what is the legacy that you want, and the imprint that you want modern-day muse to have on the global population?
2: That's a really good question, Um, and I think when you said the word legacy, it brought me back to a point that I totally forgot about. Was I wanted to create something that that was a legacy, and you know, I think that at the basis of it all is it it sounds corny, but is it's love. And you know, I want the people that I feature in here is I feature them because they love what they do, right? There's passion behind it. Um, They love. What they're either speaking about or what they're creating. And I think just, I want people to feel really grounded when they think about modern day muse and um, feel nostalgic and just raw and natural in that the deep humanity that we all share. Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
1: Yeah. And I know when I plugged into it, um, it has an inviting, youthful feel. But yet there's a nostalgic feel to the magazine as well. And I think sometimes that that can be difficult and challenging to harness. How do you harness youth and nostalgia at the same time? And that's what I was able to, to walk away with. Um, what advice do you have? Because you're kind of creating a, almost a rinse and repeat process. What advice do you have for someone who is told, oh, you've got a really great product, a great idea. Why don't you... Do XYZ, what advice would you tell them? Would you say go the podcast route, magazine route, um, when they're they're getting ready to launch their purpose, their passion? What would you suggest to them?
2: I think that podcasts are a great way to start because it's such a great way to network and really expand your own network because when you start with a podcast, you have a guest on, right? And then everybody from that guest circle will listen and they'll learn about your your brand or whatever you're trying to create. So I think just um, really leveraging your network and not being afraid to reach out and ask questions that you don't know the answer to because as you just go on, you know, everybody always says nobody knows what they're doing, right? They're just trying to figure it out. And so not being afraid to ask questions, not being afraid to look stupid, not being afraid to fumble. Like, if you really care about something, you're not going to let yourself down. So, you know, be on yourself. Yeah, I
1: think that is just fantastic advice because the fear, um, it will stop you in your tracks. There's no doubt about it. You won't get what you want. want. You won't be able to live in your purpose. And it's those competing commitments in life that um, can take us down if we choose versus do it anyway. Yeah, you might have a little mm-hmm. fear. I, mean, I wasn't trained on how to do a podcast and what I know is I like. I'd like to listen. I like to learn. I like to find out about people. Um, I want to find out more about you and um, what have been surprises that your your guests have shared with you. Um, The fact that Anna Vitoni helped lift you in terms of this is the structure of your magazine, and now you're of service to her. She's a writer in your last issue, correct? Yeah, and in this uh, second one as well. Okay. And so the fact that you're able to uh, leverage that... And move forward with that is a powerful lesson, I think, out there in the world. Um, question, if someone wants to reach out to you for branding advice, are you for hire for that? Is that something you're interested? In, or are you going to stay streamlined with the podcast and the magazine?
2: Yeah, so I'm also, I'm a personal branding coach um, with Anna Vitoni. So it's called, if you go to personalbrandaccelerator.com um, or personalbrandaccelerator on Instagram, we run uh, three-month rounds every year. So there's three three-month rounds. Uh, our next round will begin on August 30th, and it takes you through um, an intensive accelerator of how to build a personal brand. So that's, that's where you can find me if you would like my services there.
1: Wonderful. Personalbrandaccelerator.com. Perfect. That's mm-hmm. good to know. Good to know. Um, I think sometimes people have their passion. And how to get that passion lifted off the ground with everything social media and all of the tech that can be involved. And just really knowing the steps. Do this first, this second, almost like a home construction project. Uh, you know what the home, you, you know what you want the home to look like as a finished product, but all those beginning steps may be a little hard to come by um, Last question, what else would you like viewers to know about your plans and your process and Modern Day Muse before we close out the show? What do you have top in mind that you would want to make sure the audience should know?
2: Um, Well, I definitely encourage everybody to buy the second issue and to subscribe to our newsletter to stay up to date about what we will be doing in the future because we're we're not stopping. It's just going to keep growing.
1: I love it that's fantastic well Maria you've been a lovely guest I, I feel like I'm getting in on the ground floor and, and 10 years from now 5 years from now I'm going to say hey you know Maria she was a guest on this radio show she's a compassionate samurai uh, all the way because you have to be a warrior out there to launch a magazine and you've really found a way to marry that up with compassion and reach out to your guests and your featured writers um, that are going to talk about subjects of racism and what that feels like and what that looks like and what's the history behind that. You're going to reach out to uh, guests that have different lifestyles than what the mainstream would be. There's no subject that's taboo. And you're really going to work to educate a planet where it can be a planet that works with everyone with no one left out. And that's the Klimmer Leader Leadership journey as well, creating bold, ethical leaders that works in a world for everyone with no one left out. Um, I thank you for your time today, and I really enjoyed the conversation. Thanks, Maria. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. I'm going to say until next week, as Brian Clemmer would always say, knock them alive. You've been listening to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour with your host, Kathy Fairbanks.
0: Thank you for tuning into our show. You can hear the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Until next week's show, be sure to take action and create your own success.